You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hello and welcome to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Thank you for joining us today. We're your hosts. My name is Marcy Davis and my service dog, Whistle. And Whistle and I are thrilled to be with you to talk about our favorite subject, working dogs and working animals. And today we have two guests, Kathy Nimmer and Dina Feller. And Kathy is an award-winning teacher, author, and motivational speaker from Indiana. And Dina lives here in New Mexico, where Whistle and I live. And she's partnered with a diabetic alert service dog. And they're going to visit with us today about the new book, 2 Plus 4 Equals 1, celebrating the partnership of people with disabilities and their assistance dogs. And Kathy is the writer and editor of this inspiring anthology, and Dina is one of the contributors in the book. So we're so excited to talk with them about this awesome book that I know you're going to enjoy reading and hearing all about. So come right back after these quick messages. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. from experience feels like home for her enter the code work 10 w-o-r-k the number 10 and get 10 percent off any order no minimum at petco.com there's a movement afoot shoebuy.com Join the millions of people who shop ShoeBuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. ShoeBuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code WORKING, W-O-R-K-I-N-G, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at ShoeBuy.com. You like your business to reach out and invite in our audience. We have a brand new trademark concept called Info Seeds. Info Seeds are short 20 second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit PetLifeRadio.com. Click on sponsorship information. There you can listen to a sample of Info Seed or email us at PetLifeRadio.com. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Hi, this is Tim Link, host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Join me as we feature interviews with best selling pet related authors, award winning writers, and journalists, and bloggers. And we'll tell stories about the animals and interesting topics about the animals in our lives. Each of the interviews will give you a first hand knowledge about why the authors and writers chose a particular story, what the feature animals meant to them, and what has become of those animals that we've talked about. And of course, I'll also share stories from my own books, blogs, articles, and experiences. So be sure to join me and the writers and authors on Animal Rights. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. 
Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. And we're visiting today with Kathy Nimmer and Dina Feller. Hello, Kathy and Dina, and welcome to Working Like Dogs. It's great to be here. Hi, thanks for having us. Yeah, well, we're so glad you could be with us. And congratulations on the new book. It's wonderful. I'm so (laughs) glad you enjoyed it. It was a lot of work, but it was a, a labor of love. Well, Kathy, tell us, how did you come up with the idea to put this book together? I'm working with my third guide dog. I'm blind, and I've always been fascinated by all of the stories that other um, blind individuals working with guide dogs have told me about their dogs, and I've always had an interest in learning more about how dogs help people with other disabilities, and I'm an avid reader. I I teach English, so I I read quite a bit, and I had not come upon a full-length anthology that had stories about all of the different disabilities and assistance dogs. And so I've always had in the back of my mind a dream to put that together, and um, that's where 2 plus 4 equals 1 was born. Yeah, well, I love it. There's over a hundred stories and also poems, which are really nice with the book. It's just such a nice compilation of so many heartwarming and, and touching stories. How did you gather all of those stories and poems? I created a website and then spent um, several months promoting to various um, organizations and schools and disability groups to try to get the word out about the book. And I accepted contributions for five months um, during 2009, and we received over 300 uh, contributions um, from all over the world. And uh, I assembled a panel of judges that was somewhat representative of the target reading group that I hoped would enjoy the book, and we narrowed it down to um, right around 100, and it ended up with 103 pieces from mostly the United States, but also around the world, and representing uh, a bunch of different situations and age groups and um, dog breeds, and it's it was really, really wonderful to, to read everybody's you know submissions and try to figure out what the best representation would be of of what these dogs do and and who the people are who are benefiting from the dogs. Yeah, and I I love the way that you organized it. How did you decide on the categories for it? Because I love the different headings, and and how did you come up with that? I can only say that I knew the way it needed to be laid out as I was doing it. I'm I'm, uh, trusting my uh, creative muse and um, my inspiration for the book for credit on that one. Um, I knew I wanted to roughly outline the working life of an assistance dog. So I I knew, for instance, that chapter one had to be about the puppy raisers and trainers. And I knew that ultimately toward the end of the book, there had to be the the sad but true chapter about retirements and, and deaths. And then the other categories um, fell into place as I just thought things through. I, I wanted a chapter to focus on how things were when partnerships started and, you know, with the dogs and the people were trying to figure each other out. I wanted a chapter about people con- confronting difficult situations and working their way through with their dogs. I definitely wanted a funny chapter because 
I know working with um, my dogs over the years, some of the the humorous moments have have been pretty unforgettable, and I wanted that. So it all just fell into place. And when I divided up the stories and poems, um, they just they just had a place to be, and it, it fit together. I think of it almost like a patchwork quilt, and it lots of different styles and and topics, and it all just wove together exactly how I had hoped it would. Yeah, well, you did a beautiful job. It is just such a charming and and really honest look into the relationship between the human and their assistance dog, which is, you know, which is always the big mystery for people that that haven't worked with a an assistance dog or have the opportunity to be around them. And it's a really nice way of looking into that relationship that's so beautiful. I wanted to inform definitely and I also wanted to to you know demystify you know the myths that are out there like like a lot of people think that for instance my guide dogs can um, read street signs or stoplights or whatever and, and do things that they can't do and that's not a benefit to you know to assistance dog teams to have these these unrealistic expectations but it's also not a benefit to think um, that the the human has um, no, no real role. They're just following whatever the dog does. You know, there's there are just a lot of things that I thought needed to be clarified, and and I thought the book could inform. and And I also wanted it to be honest. It's not perfect all the time, um, and that's because we're not perfect, and the dogs aren't perfect. But thankfully, most of the time, the imperfections don't show show up at the same time. So we managed <laughs> to work, work on through. But when you know, when I got neat stories like the one that. Dina submitted and and others it just it was uplifting to me and I knew it would be uplifting so it's it's a mix of information and inspiration well Dina tell us how did you find out about the book did you see it on the website and how did you decide to write and enter your story well actually I found out about it on Facebook I have a friend who um, does another radio program she had interviewed Kathy and she had mentioned about the book, and I went to her website and read about it. And my story was just totally, I thought I had something to say about my dog and, you know, how we work together and what she does for me. And I just sat down and off the cuff wrote my story and mailed it off. I was done with it in about 30 minutes and thought, oh, is that good enough when I sent, you know, hit the send. But uh, it was just fun and exciting to sit down and write and tell a story about my dog that I knew hopefully that somebody would be able to read someday. Well, and it's, it's your story is wonderful, and it's about your diabetic alert service dog, Bailey. And do you want to tell us, tell our listeners about Bailey? Bailey is an amazing girl. She's three years old, and she's a German Shepherd. She tells me when my blood sugar is either too high or too low, she doesn't care so much about the highs, but she really lets me know when I drop low. Uh, and it has made a huge difference in my life for my children. When I'm driving, she'll let me know that something's going on, and I can take care of myself before a problem happens. So she makes a huge impact on my whole family's life. Well, I know people are really interested in diabetic alert service dogs because that's a new type of service that dogs provide that people aren't so used to hearing. They're used to hearing about guide dogs, and they're right. becoming more used to hearing about service dogs. But tell us about Bailey. Did You, you trained her yourself, right? 
Well, she came from a program in another state that is no longer currently working as a guide dog agency. Um, so she was placed with me through them, but she really had very little training at that point. Um, she was great in public settings, and I knew that from working with her in the three-week program that I went to get her from, that she would be ideal in any situation. We were in um, Walmart when I first got her, and I actually had a reaction. Uh, my blood sugar had dropped really, really low. I hadn't realized, you know, it was the first three weeks we were together, so we didn't have a real good connection at the time. But she ended up laying on top of me on the floor of Walmart and pinning me down. And um, thankfully, I was right by a register, so I had gotten a bottle of Pepsi and was drinking it, and they called the ambulance crew to come take care of me. And uh, that right away, from that time, I knew that she had everything it took to be in a public setting and to take care of me. And then we came home and we started working on the scent work that it takes for a diabetic dog to work with their partner. And as we started working with that, she's gotten better and better every day. Wow. Well, and how did you do that, Dina? With because you said that your program that you got Bailey from was no mm-hmm. longer that they had closed. So, mm-hmm. what kind of of support are you getting? Do you have a trainer that you work with, or are you doing it all on your own? Well, I'm pretty much doing it on my own. I have a few close friends that are dog trainers that have helped me with some just basic obedience work. But I volunteer here in Albuquerque with Assistance Dogs of the West, and they help me with most of the major questions I have for service dogs. They're, they're wonderful about answering my questions, and just about anybody who works with service dogs has been willing to back me up and answer any problems that I've had along the way. Dee Bajetti, who I'd gotten the, the original information on about the book, she actually trains service dogs too, so she's a great contact. And then one of the other contributors in the book, Liz Norris, who is in Ohio, she's willing to help me anytime I have a question, too. So it's wonderful. Yeah, well, I know Assistance Dogs of the West, I love them. Um, They're a wonderful program, and I love it how they actually will do that, how they'll work with individuals on different levels, depending on what your needs are. And I think that's the coolest thing that is another service that they provide, because so many people now are, are wanting to train their dogs themselves, but don't really know everything. You know, they have right. some some skill levels and different skill levels, and I think that is so cool that Assistance Dogs of the West will, will offer that assistance without trying to say, oh, you have to do it our way, and wanting mm-hmm. to do the entire program. That's really a nice, nice service that they offer. It's great. They're they're wonderful as far as a a program goes, and they're wonderful even if you just have a question to ask them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're visiting today with Kathy and Dina, and we are going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and hear more about the book and the stories from that book. So you'll want to come right back after these quick messages from our sponsors. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. 
Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash work, W-O-R-K, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. Celebrate your special occasion and give her this classic semi-eternity band created with one carat brilliant diamonds channel set in 14 carat white gold. Exclusively yours from ice.com. Free shipping over $150, free returns, and 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to ice.com and use promo code ACTFP and get 20% off your purchase. Or use promo code ADTFP and get 20% off at diamond.com. Ice.com or diamond.com. Get 20% off from Pet Life Radio. Would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called Info Seeds. Info Seeds are short 20 second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service. Is the best, most cost effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website PetLifeRadio.com. Click on sponsorship information. There you can listen to a sample of Info Seed. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Welcome to Sassy Seniors, a show about our fabulous older dogs and cats. I'm your host, Kelly Jackson. You know, I wanted to create a show to really showcase our senior pets. And you know, as the human population ages and lives longer, of course, so are our wonderful pets. But many of us with aging pets, it's so interesting. We have a tough time realizing or really admitting that they are seniors. So in a way, I kind of like to think of our senior pets as, as wise puppies. What do you think about that? Be sure to join us for another edition of Sassy Seniors. And remember, celebrate your senior pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On PetLife Radio. PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Working Like Dogs on PetLife Radio. And we're visiting today with Kathy and Dina about the new book, 2 Plus 4 Equals 1. And I have to ask you, Kathy, can you tell us, because we've said there's over a 100 stories and poems, what are some of your favorite stories in the book? I love all of them for different reasons, but I, I certainly have a, a personal attachment to um, you know, just some, just because I, I've gotten to know the people along the way. And then about half of the stories were written by people themselves, like Dina's story. And then the other half, the uh, people who didn't feel they were good writers, they signed up for an interview option where I interviewed them and then I wrote for them. So I've, uh, I've had the experience of both writing and editing for the book. And um, as I think about the book, I think one of my very favorite um, pieces 
actually there are two from one author um, named Emily Overkarsh in the puppy raising chapter. She submitted a poem and a story about raising a, a puppy um, and releasing it back to the guide dog program. And that's one thing puppy raisers are so amazing in their sacrifice. They, they teach the dogs basic obedience and go through various programs for that first year of their lives. And then they give up the dog and um, possibly never see that dog again. And it's such a such a selfless sacrifice. And Emily's writing was so gorgeous. I knew the minute she submitted that, that um, both pieces would make the book. And uh, later in the process, I was getting biographies from each of the contributors. Those are in the back of the book. And I found out that Emily was a sophomore in high school and had written two of the most beautiful things in the entire book. And I teach high school, and I see wonderful writing, but it, just seeing her, her gorgeous work and thinking she was some you know, sophisticated college grad in creative writing or something, and here she was in high school, it was just stunning. I loved that. One of the more dramatic pieces is in the last chapter from a, a man named Max Edelman, who was a captive in, during the Holocaust in the, the death camps, and he was actually blinded while in, um, in captivity there and uh, was terrified of dogs his entire life from that point on because the SS guards used the dogs to attack and kill the prisoners. And it wasn't until he was in his 80s that he um, had enough courage to apply for a guide dog. Most programs won't even accept people of that age. And um, he swallowed his fear and applied, and um, he's working with um, an, a dog as we speak, and he's the ultimate picture of of heroism in, in living and overcoming and um, and finding the partnership, the kind of partnership that the title 2 plus 4 equals 1 symbolizes 2 eyes, ears, hands, feet, plus 4 paws equals 1 magical union, and Max completely embodies that. Those are among my favorites. Wow. Well, I was wondering how you could even pick favorites because yeah. they're all favorites. It's so wonderful. And it, it really just talks about the whole spirit of of humans overcoming adversity and trusting and the whole canine spirit of trusting their human partners and how they can work together. It's just such a beautiful, beautiful story you know and and all of them are so unique in their own experiences and and what they have to share it's just it's just such a beautiful work and you had some international contributions also tell us about those those were very interesting because i wanted there to be international participation but i can only you know do what i can do so i i never knew really whether there would be and we we got contributions from all over the world, and among those that that made the cut um, is one piece from from Italy from a lady named Carmina Martir, and she's blind and has a guide dog from a a training program here in the U.S. But her submission came in in Italian, and I, I'll not forget that day, uh, September of 2009, and I got this um, very non-English um, submission in my inbox, and I thought, oh my goodness, what am I going to do with that? And um, that was one of those that I put on the back burner to just see where they would go, and um, it wasn't for several more months that I, I 
I thought about it and um, poked around to try to find somebody who would translate that for me. And uh, one of the families who attends my school where I teach, uh, they are, the parents are, are from Italy. And I talked to the father, who's a professor at Purdue University, and he agreed to do a, a cold translation, so a word-for-word formal translation. And um, when he gave that back to me, it was, <laughs> um, it was English, but it was it was, you know, very stilted and very, um, very much in the grammar of Italian still, and it still wasn't, you know, wasn't going to be publishable in that way. And so I, I found a way to communicate um, through someone else with Carmina, and I revised it myself to be more um, flowing in the English language and trimmed it down and showed it to her, again, through somebody else's help. And I think it's a lovely, lovely piece. And uh, it, it retains some of the dignity and kind of formality of being come from a different language. But it's, it's, the, the language is the same. It's a, it's a human partnering with a dog and, and making something better than either of them were separate. And those international ones are, are wonderfully, uh, wonderfully beneficial to the book, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it definitely adds a really unique flavor to it of having that that international perspective. That's so wonderful. And what was your criteria, Kathy, for deciding what you were going to include in the book? Did you have certain types of breeds of dogs you wanted to make sure, certain types of assistance that they provided? How did you start with criteria? Well, the submissions could be in various categories, poetry or story or anecdote, which would be a very short piece. And I just, I again, I just let things happen as they would. I wanted to make sure that there was a representation of, of disabilities and breeds. But the when I had my panel of six judges um, rank them, uh, the various pieces, um, it all just fell completely into place. The, the ones that had the highest highest rankings and um, elicited the kinds of comments that I would hope my readers would make when they would read the book ultimately those ended up again just fitting together into that patchwork and um, and I just trusted that if this book was meant to be it would come together uh, in the right way and I truly believe that it did. Yeah, it definitely did. And so quickly, because when you said you started this in 2009, gathering the stories? I, yes, it, it was about a year and a half of very, very, very hard work. And I was teaching the whole time. So um, I'm still currently recovering from um, probably <laughs> the, the most challenging year and a half in my life. But I, I, wanted, it, I wanted it to come to be, and I, I believe that it really does what I wanted it to do. It informs, it inspires, it, it clarifies, and it celebrates that partnership. But it, it's, also, it's also dignified. It doesn't deify either the person or the dog. It's, um, it's just real and... Um, and it's broad, and I loved that there were poems included. I, I am by nature a poet, and uh, I enjoyed writing several of the poems in there, and I, I like the mix, and I, I really, I'm just very pleased with how it came out. 
Yeah, I love that too, that it has the poems. And I also love that it has photographs. And I love the bios at the end of it as well. Because as I was reading through the different stories, I wanted to know more about the authors. And I was so delighted when I saw that you had a bio on every author that was that contributed. And I thought that was such a nice addition as well. So that not only could you see some pictures of some of them, but you could also read a little bit more, which was a very nice, nice touch. It was, it was so fun for me. Just like I said with Emily, I was blown away. She was in high school. I mean, we, you know, we have people in the book from, um, you know, from very young ages all the way up through in Max's age range and their lifestyles, their backgrounds, um, their locations. It's just, it is fun. That was a very enjoyable part, um, doing those bios. I made friends along the way. I mean, D- Dina and I have connected really well, and there are other people from from all around the country who I don't think I'll ever not be in touch with them because this book meant as much to them as it did to me. Yeah, well, I, and that's such another nice benefit of the book because you do feel like you're friends with people after you are reading all of their personal stories. That It's such a nice insight into their lives. And Dina, is this the first time that you had written about Bailey when you made this contribution? Yeah, basically, other than posting on Facebook to say, you know, what Bailey has done for me today. and But yeah, this is the first time I'd ever written or ever publicly told a story about her and She's an amazing dog. There are things that she does every day that are as as amazing as the story I wrote, and it's incredible what she provides to me. But my favorite part of the book, out of everything in the book, besides the stories that made me cry, most of them did, is the picture on the front cover. Just like Kathy said, it really shows that the stories aren't about just the dogs or just the humans. It's about the connection between the two. And the, the photograph on the front, the two hands holding the dog paw, is Really, I saw that picture from the beginning and just sobbed. <laughs> Me too. When oh. I saw it, I, I just and the way that the hands are cupped, that exactly it looks just like a heart. I it mean, does. When I, I yeah, when give, I looked at it, I did a double take because I was like, "Wow!" I have to give. So, a, I'll give a plug to the person who took that. That is a former student of mine named Sydney Bolum, who actually has a, a piece in the book too, but. Um, she, I asked her, she's an art major, and I asked her to come up with various concepts, and that was one of the nine or ten that she sent my way, and that was the winner right from the start. So um, <laughs> the, the simplicity and, and beauty of that picture, the heart uh, heart and the, and the paw, yes, it's uh, exactly what I wanted the book to say. Yeah, it's so profound. I mean, it, it just, it says so much. I mean, you know, they say a picture says a thousand words, and, and it really does. It's really beautiful in so many ways. It's really, yeah, it's great. <laughs> it, it's hard to articulate it, you know, which is when people ask me about Whistle, and, and Whistle's my third service dog, and, and it's really hard to articulate that relationship and and what they mean to us. And I think that you've done that, Kathy, in such a meaningful, remarkable way of really letting so many people share all the diversity of, of how the dogs really impact them. And I think that you just did such an incredible job with that. And it's really beautiful. Thank you. I'm, I'm so glad that it is accomplishing what I set out to make it do. 
Yeah, well, I think, and then some. Well, tell our listeners, how can someone order this remarkable book? The very best way is to go to my website, servicedogstories.com. From there, you can order. uh, There are links to, to go straight to Amazon or straight through the publisher, but you can also order from me um, through that website and or leave any feedback there um, that I would pass on to any of the contributors. And I also offer the book in a few different formats there for people, um, primarily for people with disabilities or anyone, but there's an audio version on CD and then um, a word version that is ideal for um, particularly blind readers with refreshable braille devices or a PDF version. So, and any um, any access is the best springboard is from that website, servicedogstories.com. That's great, and we will have that information up on our website as well for our listeners because we really hope that that they will get online and, and order a copy of this book because it's a book that you want to read over and over again because a friend of mine sent it to me, um, and when I saw it, I just had to have you on the show because I wanted you to talk about the book, and I, I think our listeners will will enjoy it for years to come because of the poems and the stories. You know, I just keep reading it over and over again, and every time I read it, I get something else from it that I didn't see the first time. So I think it's really a treasure that's really long overdue and I'm so glad that that you took the time and in warp speed time that you put this together which is is really commendable so thank you so much for that and I I would love for you two to come back and visit with us again to talk more about this and I have to ask you one last thing Kathy do you have um, any plans to do a follow-up or or what's your next my um, my current goal is um, to to be serene and peaceful and relax a little bit and kind of regain a little little more balance. Um, it's been pretty crazy this last year and a half. Um, but I, I do a lot of public speaking, and I'm already scheduled for a few events um, in this next year where I'll be promoting and sharing the stories from the book and all. And, and for now, um, I want to savor this accomplishment and um, take it as, you know, take it where it will lead me. And um, I'm a motivational speaker part-time anyway, and uh, it'll be delightful to use this book and the inspiration from the various stories in there and people like Dina uh, to, to spread the word even further. So that's my goal right now. Well, I think that's a wonderful goal. And Dina, thank you so much for for being with us today and talking about Bailey. And we hope you'll come back and educate us more about your dog and about how dogs can help individuals with diabetes because that's such a cutting-edge service that dogs are providing. And we would love to learn more about that. I would love to come back and talk about that some more, yeah. Okay, great. Well, we'll take you up on that. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, and I'm sorry we're out of time, but we want to thank our guests, Kathy Nimmer and Dina Feller, and we also want to thank you, our listeners, for being with us, and we hope you'll come back and join us again. And again, we'll have more information up on the website. And thank you so much for your emails. Please keep those coming. Whistle and I love to get those. And you can always email us at Marcy, M-A-R-C-I-E, at PetLifeRadio.com. So thanks so much and take good care. 
Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.